Welcome to the Peak RFP Podcast. Caleb and Luke are back with you today, and uh, we've been starting into uh, some shoulder work with the rotator cuff repair, and, and we're doing some things with our friend Dr. Meredith on some surgical procedure uh, with that rotator cuff. But today we're talking about shoulder pain, maybe kind of generally called shoulder impingement. So these are going to be the uh, shoulders that we see that are not surgical candidates, that, that don't shoulder pain is super common. And so today's episode, we're just going to get into, you've got some shoulder pain. Somebody says you've got impingement. What does that look like? And uh, how do we work with that? So Caleb, my brother, good to see you. Yeah, glad to be here. All right, man. So let's get, we see a lot of shoulder pain. We, That's right. You know, we see a lot of uh, quote unquote impingement. Impingement's kind of a general term. We'll talk a little bit about that. But uh, let's let's get into this shoulder pain. You know, so we we have shoulder pain of all shapes and sizes. Uh, let's talk a little bit. Maybe give me a little general overview of what is most of the shoulder pain or shoulder impingement that we see. Maybe where is it coming from? Uh, how do right. we get there? Yeah. So well, we're going to skip over the non-orthopedic things right. that could lead to shoulder pain. You know, some of the red flags and sure. things that we'll ask patients about in their past medical history review. But when we're talking orthopedic shoulder pain. Very important. Uh, I, I, I tend to think of it as more of an overuse induced pain, okay. right? If you, so you look at our kind of day-to-day lives, how we live, how we move, how we work, how we function, laundry, computer, cooking, driving, picking up kids and grandkids. Everything we do is kind of this forward leaned posture. Right. And that puts our shoulders at a mechanical disadvantage. We might do that for a year. We might do that for 30 years. So this kind of anterior in the front or lateral on the side or anterior lateral shoulder pain, uh, I I tend to think has something to do with a little bit of overuse. Right. And and that's just posturally. Right. Then we think, well, am I overusing it because of my gym mechanics? Right. We don't have a lot of trunk and core stability, as you and I know, because we functionally assess these things in, in the in the athletic population with shoulder pain, right. and we often see some, some dysfunctions. So, you know, again, it's just to me, it's this impingement, shoulder pain is, I am probably over-utilizing, over-working my shoulder, and so that really, to me, as a therapist, begs the question, like, What's not working appropriately? That's right. What's not firing, mobilizing? And and I think we'll spend more time talking about that. Yeah. So again, for patients, we're kind of talking about you may have a diagnosis of impingement, rotator cuff impingement, tendonitis, bursitis. That's right. That's right. So those are the common things. And those, you know, we're going to treat those. uh, We're going to look at those kind of as shoulder pain or just what you mentioned this shoulder is irritable, it's painful. It it's you know, they they vary. Sometimes it's really painful and you're it's really flared up. And other times it's just been a thing that you can't get by. You know, it's three to four out of ten. Maybe it goes up to six in a certain position that you're reaching. Um, so the shoulder pain kind of intensity and irritability can vary depending on where you're at. So sometimes the etiology of this shoulder pain is um, you know, I did something to it. A lot of times, I, you know, I was at a bench press and I felt a little something, maybe not a lot of pain at that time. Reached behind uh, in yeah. the back seat That's to right. grab my purse. You bet. Yeah. And like we talked about with the, the other episode on kind of rotator cuff tears, 
lifting something up, right? So maybe you didn't tear it when you were picking up that um, you know garbage to throw it in a garbage can, but you you strained it, right? Yeah. So or you, I added a new workout routine, right? And I've been doing some overhead presses. Absolutely, never done those before, yeah. but, I, but I'm working on my shoulder yeah, muscles. Man, get, I mean, yeah. it's about ready to get to the beach, right? Yeah. So you yeah. got to get ready to go. Summer time, yeah. Push-ups, yeah. dips, right? So right. we, we see it across the spectrum. That's you know, right. This is the right. this is the 15 year old thrower. This is right. the 25 year old getting into the gym. This right. is the 40 year old trying to lose weight. It's the, right. it's the 50 and 60 year olds who have been at a desk for. Their, you know, thirty-year right. career. Yeah. I mean, we, we see this across the board. So, so let's. So, so we're talking about we've got some irritability and pain uh, in our shoulder. All right, and it's limiting my motions with the shoulder. Classically, I struggle uh, when this is painful. Reaching behind my back, maybe getting dressed in the morning, reaching over my head, reaching out to the side sleeping on that shoulder. These are all the things, of course, any type of, of lifting away from my body uh, gives me shoulder pain. Um, let's talk about how you and I look at this patient, uh, how we assess them, and then, and then we'll kind of lead that into some treatment ideas for patients. So uh, as patients come in with some shoulder pain and we sit down and take a good history first, which tells us how old they are, what kind of work they do, what kind of activities they're engaged in, and then we get into their symptoms, how irritable they are, how much pain, what kind of pain, where it is in the shoulder. You know, interestingly, that shoulder pain a lot happens down around, a little lower down. You know, people come in and kind of grab around their bicep a lot of times, um, and that, that deltoid tuberosity, where that deltoid attaches, is a re big referral point for the shoulder. So a little below the shoulder is where a lot of this shoulder pain location is. And it, but, it, of course, it can vary. So what's, uh, take me through a little bit of a kind of a shoulder assessment that you might be looking at with a patient with some shoulder pain. Yeah. So quite quickly, you know, just to build off that subject of history, you know, we continue with aggravating factors, easing factors, right. and, and all of that generates our hypothesis. That's it kind right. of lets us know, like you said, how irritable the shoulder is and where to go. So I'm going to examine your active range of motion, yep. how much you are able to move on your own, and I'm watching the quality of that motion. It's I'm watching really your face as right. you do that motion, how much guarding you show. I yeah. look both sides, right, because yeah. then we can get some symmetry. Um, I want to see, in contrast to your active range of motion, which is you moving your shoulder, right. I want to move your shoulder right. passively because in impingement or shoulder pain, we're talking, it's more contractile in nature. What right. that means is it's kind of muscles and tendons that are the problem. That's right. So when you're relaxed, your motion should be pretty good as right. long as you're not to Turning those muscles and on. to guard it. That's right. And and that kind of confirms, hey, when you use and move, you tend to get more feedback. Right. What makes it feel better at rest? And how does that match up with your subject yeah. history? Oh, yeah. you already told us that. So yeah. looking at active motion, looking at passive motion, looking at muscle testing just to kind of understand how much how much oomph you have in those muscles. Sure. Classic rotator cuff impingement, shoulder irritation. You know, you get some feedback on those pushes. Um, and then I like to touch muscles. Palpate is the word we use because how irritable 
are those muscles. Again, if this is an overuse injury, your muscles learn that pain pattern. And oh my goodness, muscles are a big piece of the habitually developed pain yeah, pattern. absolutely. This kind of brain understood pain pattern. So yeah. your muscles are tender, they're tightened. You know, it's, it's funny, we laugh, but we hear patients all the time, how'd you know that was going to hurt? Well, not right. our first rodeo yeah. checking out a shoulder. Right. So active range of motion, passive range of motion, muscle testing, a little bit of palpation. You know, if you're if you're more in the gym, some functional movements that kind of correlate with yeah. some of your symptoms, so we can get a little broader understanding what the shoulder blade's doing. I mean, there's yeah. more to talk about, but yeah, I'm, and I'm going to pull a couple of those pieces out of what you mentioned. You know, when we're watching you move, those those big keys are what is your shoulder blade doing? What you know, what kind of posture are you moving from? We're looking for substitution patterns. So muscles that are maybe doing too much as well as muscles that aren't really that active because keeping that ball and socket moving well uh, needs that kind of synchrony of a couple different muscles. So we're looking for substitution patterns. And then you also mentioned something really important about that passive range of motion when the muscles aren't being uh, active to, to lift because patients will come in and say they've got frozen shoulder. That's something that we see a lot in. And frozen shoulder is when your joint capsule, which is not muscular tissue, kind of tightens down and becomes inflamed. So when we, when you're relaxed, maybe laying on a table for us, and we gently move your shoulder through that range of motion, we can tell if that capsule is tight or not. So when you lift your shoulder and it hurts, it doesn't mean you have frozen shoulder. If we relax the muscle and the shoulder can move very well, that's a sign to us that, hey, this is muscular, uh, like this shoulder impingement, this is not frozen shoulder or adhesive capsulitis. So we're always gonna differentiate that out in our exam. And just so patients have some confusion sometimes about shoulder pain versus something like adhesive capsulitis, we'll have to do a episode on that, but it's really a different animal than, than we're talking about today. That's right. That's right. Okay, so we've we've taken a good history and, and talked about these symptoms and hopefully have a real good understanding of what we're dealing with. Then we move into our exam and we check these things and we see it move and we do some various tests for stability and strength and mobility of the shoulder. Uh, let's talk about maybe some of our common uh things that we're working on there. You know, there every patient is unique, but there's definitely some commonalities of, of, of uh, exercise yeah, concepts right. that we're doing, right? Right. So if we say this is an overuse injury, right, and we say that the shoulder, which has a lot of mobility, sacrifices some stability. So you mentioned what we call kind of these force couples mm-hmm. or, you know, certain muscles pull one way, certain muscles pull the yeah. other way. If there's an imbalance, you have yeah. problems. If yeah. you take those two things, right, then then that's kind of a great place to start. Overuse is postural dysfunction is one yeah. of the things we talked about. So we're almost always thoracic mobility, right? right? How helpful is that? And, and we reassess and we see just a quick change yeah. because they're getting out of that posture. And then the other uh, one that I jump to a lot is kind of this muscular tug of war is, mm-hmm. is what I call it. So I got these tender spots, lacrosse balls, myofascial release, dry needling can do some really effective 
uh, kind of recalibrating of these right. tight muscles. So open up the shoulder, yeah. get your shoulders back, you turn bet. some of those scapular muscles on, right. and then start telling some of those irritable muscles, hey, you guys got to calm down. Right. This You're not really the problem. Yeah. Like, you're really yeah. not. Yeah. You are responding to right. the problem. Yeah. And man, how much and how quickly that frees up yeah. motion yeah. is beautiful. Like, yeah. it, we don't we don't get over it. You know, right. patients love it, and and we love it when they no doubt respond well. So. Yeah. One of the things that we see a lot in our world as physical therapists is is if you've got some kind of pain, and we're talking shoulder pain today, but it's also common throughout that. You know, I've got an area that I, I don't remember doing anything to it. It's just kind of started to get sore and it's been sore. Well, you know, it tells us that that area where it's inflamed is, is often not the problem, right? I, I've got an areas around this joint, above it, below it, wherever, that aren't working well. And that's what you were talking about. And so it's putting pressure on this area, in our case here, the shoulder and 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 it's giving it pain, and it's loading it incorrectly, and it's, then it gets inflamed. So we calm it down, we get that irritability down with some soft tissue work, and then we start to address some of those muscular dysfunctions that are causing this kind of mechanical problem around the shoulder. That's right, and we're really talking about shoulder pain impingement. At, at this point in, in your recovery, these things to us are really more symptoms. Right. They're a response to some of the dysfunctions. Now, as we talked about the rotator cuff repairs, that symptom can become the new problem if you keep fraying yeah, and nicking well and said. fraying and nicking. Right. And, and so uh, we love to address the overuse and the postural dysfunctions and the muscular imbalances because then it, right, it lets us recalibrate to a more proper movement pattern. Yeah. Whether that's, you know, a, a 50-year-old who's working at a computer eight hours a day or, or whether it's that same 50-year-old who loves to hit the gym hard right. and is having trouble lifting. Right. You know, yeah. th- this applies to the whole spectrum of individuals we're talking about and treating with this with this yeah. irritation. Yeah. So, you know, one of, some of, one of the things that you're hearing today is is just the uh, the postural component to the shoulder is, is huge. And and we're doing a lot of getting these trunk muscles and shoulder blade muscles working out. You know, I was talking with a shoulder patient the other day and, and you know, he was uh, familiar with being in a gym and wanted to get back in the gym. And as we were talking about that, I was kind of saying, you know, the most typically the most important kind of strengthening exercises are those for kind of the backside of the shoulder, the shoulder blade uh, you know, we we don't do a lot of front side, if you will, kind of chest side strengthening. And again, just these are general generalizations, but but a lot of times, you know, with our rounded shoulder postures and kind of our lifestyles that put us a little more there, as you mentioned, opening up the chest, strengthening up this kind of backside of the shoulder puts it in a good position where it's now in its kind of proper mechanical positioning and and feels a lot better so i I found that you know recently i've been doing just even more kind of postural work yeah and and how interesting it is to you know you mentioned some palpation in our exam where we're pushing on areas around the shoulder you know these muscular trigger points in your upper trap you know this this muscle right off of your big muscle right on on top there by your neck uh you know, trigger points around when we get those improved with some techniques, 
and patients will oftentimes immediately move better. So there's a lot of that kind of muscular dysfunction that we're going to do some soft tissue work. And I know I've probably done more soft tissue work and more postural work in the past five years in my shoulder care, and the results have been much better. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. So um, we can probably wrap it there. We're, we're excited to be working into the shoulder. We do a lot of shoulder work here, and we're going to continue to, to work uh, and talk with some surgeons on surgical procedures, and then we're going to be look forward to some episodes on that rehab for post-op. And uh, so uh, good stuff today, Caleb. Thanks so much. Yeah, appreciate it. All right.